0: Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibesan podcast. Show Oshibesan is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Glory to God. Please take your seats in God's prayer. Please let's sort out this technical issue. Please. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Is worthy of our praise. Is God worthy of your praise? Glory to God. Is good and his mercy endures forever. Amen. Can we celebrate Elijah like Daniel with us this morning? Glory to God. Hallelujah. So great to have him with us this beautiful Sunday morning. Glory to God. I believe we are working on this mic. Praise God. Alright, Isaiah 43.19. Isaiah 43.19. Glory to God. Isaiah 43.19. God is awesome. God is a very, very deliberate and intentional God. Um, this yesterday, I was preparing for the service, order, of course, this morning and the Lord began to talk to me about this month, how this month will be like. And then Prophet me came up and he began to say the exact things that goes, the exact things, almost word for word, word for word. This morning, I was going to put it on the, you know, we have a, those who are part of the workforce, we have a, a WhatsApp group. I was going to put it there. So let me just you know hold on and just wait till we get to church. Exact thing, exact scriptures. Two scriptures God gave me. Use those scriptures exactly. God is awesome. I thought you would celebrate God. Amen. And that's why I know that this month will be an amazing month for you. Your amen is not convinced. This month will be an amazing month for you. In the name of Jesus. God said to me that I should tell you that this month will be a month of new things for you. In the name of Jesus. It says, behold, I do a new thing. And God is saying, I'm going to do a new thing in your life. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah 43:19. let's just go there so we can move on this morning. Glory to God. Isaiah 43:19. Glory to God. It says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall... Now, what had happened before now? You never thought of it. It So, all of this while, that it looks as if nothing was happening. Something was actually happening. That's why it says now, you begin to see it. Because some... I mean, your January to April may look like nothing is happening. But now it shall begin to spring forth. Oh, your amen is not it says now it will spring forth. Shall you not know it? He says, As an addition, I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. In other words, the things that have been impossible up until now will be possible you could not achieve January to April, you will achieve them in this month of May, in the name of Jesus. Can I get a louder amen this morning? Now, it will spring forth. And God is saying to tell you this morning, that now, it will spring forth. In the name of Jesus Christ. Mark 22. Mark Mark 2.22. I'm sure we'll sort that out in a few minutes. Mark 2.22. Are we there? It says, and no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Or else the new wine will burst the wine skin. The wine is spilled and the wineskins are ruined. But new wine must be put into new wine wineskins. Praise God. Alright, so God is saying to us that he's going to do a new thing, but he needs the wine skin to be what? To be new. So he says no one puts a new wine into an old wineskin. It's going to be a great disaster. Glory to God. I want to take the last reading from 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. Verse 1 to 7, it says a certain man of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha saying, your servant, my husband is dead and you know that your servants fear the Lord and the creditors is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. Verse 2, so Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me. What do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all our neighbors. Empty vessels, do not gather just a few. Verse 4. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it all, and then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured it out. Verse 6. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There's not yet another vessel. So the whole ceased. When did the hall cease? When the what? When God was tired. When did the hall cease? When there was what? Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you would anoint your word in the name of Jesus. Speak to us in the way only you can in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' precious name. And church says it loud. Amen. So I've titled this message, How to Walk in Newness. How to Walk in Newness. God is always doing new things in our lives. God is always doing new things in our lives. And not just that, God is always doing new things with us. Now watch that. God is always doing new things in us. God is always doing new things with us. The reason a lot of people don't walk in the newness of God's plans, of God's promises, of God's blessings for their lives is because they do not understand that God is always at work. God is always at work. In the place we read, Mark chapter 2, verse 2, the Bible says, Jesus speaks, "says no man puts a new wine into an old wineskin. So God is willing to pour God is willing to pour out wine. But most times, the problem is the, is the vessel. The problem is the container. So God is omnipotent. God is all-powerful. God is always wanting to bless. God is always willing to bless. As a matter of fact, God is always blessed. Somebody say amen to that. But sometimes, it's the container. God is always wanting to pour because he's a God that gives and keeps giving glory to God. What does wine represent? Wine represents joy. Wine represents celebration. Wine represents festivity. Wine represents the abundant blessings of God to us. So in Bible days, when you see wine being served, you see celebration. In John chapter 2, where Jesus performed his first miracle, where he's turned water to wine, there was celebration. And that was why there was wine present. Glory to God. In that party. Amen. Wine is also symbolic of a new anointing. Wine is also symbolic of a new anointing. Ephesians 5, 18 says, Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. So you see a comparison between wine and what? And the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. So when God says he will pour new wine, what he's saying is that he's going to bring into a season of joy and celebration. Oh my goodness! I thought you would say amen to that. Amen. And it's also saying that it will bring you into a new anointing. Amen. It will bring you to a new walk with Him in the name of Jesus. Let me say this to you: where you are now is not the best place God wants you to be. There is always a new dimension. Of blessing that God wants to introduce into our lives. There is always a new level in God. Psalm 115 verse 14 says, I will increase you more and more. You and your descendants. So God is always doing more. God is always expanding us. God is always doing great things with us. God is always increasing. God is always promoting. God is always doing great things in us and through us. To build or to walk in the newness of the things that God has in store for you. Number one, you need to build capacity. From the story that we read, alright, we saw that the horse stopped where the vessel stopped. So, your capacity determines what you will receive from God. It's a very you know, un scriptural songs it's fill my cup, Lord. I feel it up. I bring it up, Lord. You cannot take a cup to God. You shouldn't sing that song. The one that says out of your belly will flow rivers. You are now taking a cup to him. How much can you take with the cup? Are you in church this morning? Or if you might thank Lord. How would the song sound? It's not enough. It's not enough. There is always a deeper dimension. That God wants to bring us into. But you see sometimes it's just the capacity. There are people here that you know. There are people praying for things that you don't have capacity for. There are people here that are praying for a wife or a husband. But if you happen to have one, you are going to crash it by your own self. There are people praying for business breakthroughs that they cannot handle. And God, who loves you, will not bring those things into your life because He knows that you are not ready for it. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? There are people who are praying for some dimensions of God's blessings of finances. Some of you, you think that you are holy. Wait until you have money, because money does not change a man. Money only amplifies what he has in him. There are people that when this, when, this, when when their prayers are answered, <laughs> they will not turn back. If we we're in church when the church was giving, you will understand. There are people that if they if God blesses them with one millionaire right now, they will stop coming to church. Yeah, and I've seen that play out in the lives of people. That any small blessing, they think they have arrived. Any more, any small blessing, they become arrogant. Nobody can talk to them anymore. Their pastor can't talk to them. They leave the workforce. They are not serving because they are not available. A job that is just like this. Think about it this way. You know how many of you here, you laugh at children. You bought a bag of biscuit for them. Bought them a biscuit. Maybe a cabin biscuit that hasn't been five. Five pieces in it. Then you gave it to them, right? And then you say to them, um, Junior. You say, Junior. You gave it to them, right? They say, Junior, can you give me? And say, huh, huh, huh. Then you're, now you need to begin to think. That's the way some people are. When God gives them a blessing, right? He blessed them. He gave them that job. All of a sudden, the blessing he blessed them with is now a reason why they cannot serve the one who gave the blessing. Do you understand? Ah, is this child, though, honestly, is this child, I used to come to church very early, but is this child that God, honestly, is this child? And God is is looking at you. And he's like, like, seriously, like, like, for real? Let me pray a prayer for you. May God not give you what you are not ready for. (laughs) There are people here. And I say this, I've seen it play out different times. There are people here. That if God bless them right now, they will backslide. Yeah! 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 They are men that if God bless them right now, they will marry a second wife. Yes! Yes! When I was pastoring in my former church, there was a guy who said that you know the Lord spoke to him to marry the Lord spoke to him to marry a second wife. Just yes, the Lord spoke to him. And he brought out scriptures. And he said, The Bible says that a bishop must be the husband of one wife. And he says, Since he's not planning to be a bishop. you know it's easy to see to say that you are humble and as some of you there are some women that are not humble but your your level of not having has made you humble you have no choice you have to be humble wait till you start making your own money then you start having money you can travel anytime you want to Right, that's the real test of your humility. They now begin to say, "Oh, women empowerment." You now, you now become aware things you were never aware of. I mean, there are people we know people that the lady was just, you know, great. The moment they moved abroad, she was humble to the guy. Humble, you know. She, Guy would you know maltreat ah and all that and do all kinds of things to her she, she would just no problem ah how far with it uh, traveling ah see I'm working on you say ah, fine well thank you the moment they travelled they got to I think it was the US we've seen that happen twice they got to the US ah. the guy was begging to the point that he was prostrating. He said, no. See, your real value comes out when God begins to bless you. When people say things like, oh, you know, that guy is humble. I said, you know what? Let's hold on. Let's wait. Have you seen people that God? Just at work, they just got a pay upgrade and they became proud. Did you know how much I hand from 50 to 150? <laughs> then the person that <laughs> made the increase to happen, they became proud to that person. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are people that when they have little resources, they they will stop serving God. They will not come to church again You say, Pastor, so can you please let me have the account details. God doesn't just want your money. He wants you. He doesn't just want your money. He wants you. If you read the scriptures, the Bible says that Abel offered himself to God. He wants you and he wants your money. But first of all, he wants you to have a relationship with him. Glory to God. Say glory to God. So you must build capacity. You must build capacity. Number two, divine positioning. Positioning is everything. Who you follow, that means what follows you. Positioning. Glory to God. Do you know that no matter how swift you are, how fast you run, if you are in traffic, your potential will be limited. If you drive a sports car, you can run. You have the capacity to run, to move very fast. Right? Right? Even, you can even move in the, in the speed of light. But you see, once you are in traffic, you, you cannot move as fast as you want to move. And that's what positioning does for you. It puts you on a fast track. Glory to God. Say, glory to God. So you must be rightly positioned to step into the newness that God has in store for you. You must be rightly positioned And that's why it's great to come to a church like this, where you hear the word, when the the word of God is being taught. Glory to God! Say glory to God! So you must be positioned. God wants you to be planted. Says those that be planted in the cause of our God will flourish. So what makes you flourish is that you are planted. You must be planted in a church. You must not be doing church. What's the word now? Prostitution, For lack of a better word. Yeah. You must be planted in a local church. You must serve in a local church. I have no respect for any music minister who is not planted in a church. You must belong to a church. You must have a pastor. You must have someone who can talk to you. You must have a mentor. Glory to God. You must be positioned. We tell you this: don't marry a man who no one can talk to. Is the one all by himself, all by himself. <laughs> no one can talk to him, and the same happens. Women that nobody can talk to. Like nobody can talk to you. What kind of a person do you want to be? You must be positioned. Be positioned in the house of God. Be positioned in the service of God. Are you in church this morning? Are you in church this morning? So you must be positioned. Only those who are planted flourish. And if you belong to a place, be positioned in that place, be planted in that place by a prophet, he brought them out. By a prophet, he led them in. Every blessing that God wants to introduce in your life will have to meet you in a place. Glory to God. There is a spiritual address. Your local church where you worship is your spiritual address. And I'll prove that to you. Acts chapter 2. The Bible says the, the disciples, they were gathered together in one accord. Now watch this. Watch this. Why was it that it was that place God chose to meet them? Why was that so? Because he knew they would be there. Because he knew that that's their spiritual address. So he visited, God visits you where you are planted. You know, I find it very, very, you know, disturbing when, you know, people, maybe for instance, somebody has changed church five times in a year. What, what, what is lost? It's confusion. And if you check the life of those people, there are people who are always coming to beg. They beg from one church to another. They beg. They beg from one church to another. They go, to another. they beg. They use like a monster. They go, they beg. Do you Did you ever see any form of progress in their life? No! There are people who serve in a church who commit themselves to a church and God begins to bless them right in that place. I'm very, very certain that there will be people who will be planted here in the next five years who will be captains of industries. I'm telling you. But to que- I mean, there are people who came here like three, four years ago when we started. Nothing was happening. Their life was like, it was form and v- not like nothing was happening talk to me. Talk to me guys. People came in no job, nothing, confused. And things are beginning to what? Take shape. In the next five years, the best people in town in Lagos will be from Grace Made. Yeah. But you see, you have to be planted. You have to commit yourself. Commit your resources to God and serve God with the whole of your heart the Lord with the whole of your hearts. Put yourself in total abandonment in the service of God. Come to church. Serve. Belong to a ministry. If you are too busy, like genuinely busy to serve in a ministry, find something you can do even though you are not a worker in the house of God and contribute your own quota to the advancement of God's kingdom. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? You must commit yourself You must commit your resources to God. You must commit your resources to God. Your financial resources. You must commit it to God. The highest level of commitment. Highest level is financial resources. Elijah, do you believe believe that? Do you believe that? You have a guy who says he loves you. He hugs you. He pecks you. He writes you, poem, poem help? That all he does is he sends you poem. Poem. At first, you'll be enjoying it, right? But the time will come and say, ah-ah. About the poem. Ah, ah, it's just this poem. This poem. You get tired. You get tired of, of Poem. My sister, do you like poem? It's your poem the roses of my heart, the fragrance of my worship rose up to you? And then is this poem? Poem, I need to fix my nails. He says, "Thy nails to me." He says, "Your poem." It's just this poem. <laughs> How are you going to feel? They sent you a nice package of flowers. But, guys, flowers are romantic, right? But you see, flowers you won't do the job. When you send the flower, say something ahead of the flower. Glory to God. The flower makes sense when there's a backup. So you see things on social media, you bring flowers, they throw it at you, which is the oh, flower help. What are you going to do with the flower? My wife is looking very good. It's not flower. It's not flower. not. F- I'm telling you, it's not flower. What's making that look good is not poem, I'm telling you. I'm not even sure she cares about poem. Just do the needful and the poem, I'll be okay. Just the, the money service is, is the poem. Yes. So I love God. Your service to God is like a poem, it's great. It's great. He's great, you serve, you carry chair, He's great, it's a poem. But God wants the real love, He wants your resources, He wants your money. You cannot advance God's kingdom without financial resources. He says, My city shall yet be spread abroad by prosperity. Zechariah one seventeen. That's what pushes the kingdom of God forward. You think you go to a venue to a hall. A big or a nice hall, and say we've come in the name of the Lord. the Bakatia. We come, blessed be He who come. The Bible says everywhere the sole of our feet shall tread upon. We shall. They will cut your soul. Your feet, they will cut it away. <laughs> I'm telling you. See, the Bible declares everywhere the sole of your feet shall tread upon. They will cut that soul of your, the, they will cut it away. I'm praying for you, as many of you who are trusting God to expand your finance, to be able to give and further move God's kingdom forward. I pray there will be an opening for you this month. I say this as I bow my knees in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare in this month of May, there will be an opening for you. There will be an opening for you. God is the one who gives seed to the seed, the sower, and he gives bread to the heater. Glory to God! So you must understand. Wow, must understand. God wants you, He wants everything about you. Are you in church this morning? Glory to God. Then, lastly, I have seven points here. But lastly, to walk in newness, you must have a divine revelation of the one you are dealing with. See, God can turn your entire life around in one day. God who made the entire world, entire earth, in seven days. What is your life? It is your life. When you think of God, don't think of Elon Musk. You know, sometimes we compare God. To, oh, I, mean, I mean, God should be a bit richer than you you, 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 have been cannon sh- short. Mind, Shallow-minded. Thank you. When you think of God, you think of the richest man in the world. Then God is number one. Then followed by Elon Musk. You must be joking. He says the silver is mine and the gold is mine. I guide to it. The cattle upon a thousand hills belongs to God. at fifty ten. God, He owns the entire universe, the galaxies, the everything you can see in this world. The earth is the Lord's. First Corinthians ten twenty six. The earth is the Lord and in fullness thereof. What are you talking about? Ha, do you, you know, when you, when you think of God, sometimes you think of, oh, you know, a God, you know, that, you know, he'll just, you know, bless you. The earth is the Lord. The earth is the Lord. Everything you see in this world, including the richest men in the world, God, oh, he says, what is your life? He says your life is like a is like a vapor. You can have, God can. I mean, there was a guy who was bragging in the Bible. God said, This night, your life be required of you. That's the God we serve. You must understand when we talk about God, we are not talking about the richest man in the world. We are talking about God who controls the Bible says he rules and reigns. He rules in the affairs of men. He's the God who can raise the port of the dust and set him among the prisoners of the world is a God who can turn a prisoner into a prime minister in one day. What are you talking about? Do you know this God? Let's even leave the Bible. A God who can give someone who has been trusting God for a child and give them triplets in, in nine months. God does something to show off. Let me tell you what. See, those that you see they have they have delays. Go and check it. Most people that have delay, when God wants to show up, He shows up big. Mostly, mostly twins, because God wants to show up. This year, God will show up with your life. I said, this year, God will show up with your life. Now, watch this. This is not a function of your pedigree or your degree. Let me give you a very, very real, true-life story. There's a guy, I had a story from a senior friend. There's a guy who works as a Gates man in a multinational company. The guy, for some reason, you know, couldn't, he has, um, was that one before HND? OND, right? OND, yeah. Diploma, OND. So he was working in this company. Excuse me. And then, very faithful man, diligence and all that, you know, smiles a lot, you know, good guy. Then, the MD of the the company, the person who owns the company, for no reason, for no reason, said that in, in the next few years, that he feels that this guy will be the MD of this company. says that it feels like the guy, the Gates man, will be the, this is a real life story, will be the, guess what he did? He withdrew the guy from where he was and sent him abroad. Sent him abroad to go and do a course, I, I can't remember the name of the course that he did and all that, and I came back, fast track, seven years down the line, It was the empty of that company. So I'm saying to you that the God that we serve He specializes in doing the impossible. The Bible says God uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. He says the base things, the things which are not, to, to confound the mighty. I'm telling you, when you think of the people that God will lift, don't write yourself out. You are a candidate for God's lifting. Don't look at your degree or your pedigree, or what you have or who you know or what you have right now in your bank accounts don't count yourself out God has included you, don't count yourself out glory to God say glory to God in this month of May, go and mark my word there will be an eruption of new things an eruption of new things the things you have been chasing after I declare in the name of Jesus we'll begin to chase after you in the name of Jesus. God is saying to me right now as I'm talking to you, says I'm opening new doors. New doors, new doors. It's a new dawn for somebody here. New, it's a new dawn for you. It's a new door, It's a new season. And it's a season of harvest. <laughs> it's a season of harvest. Some of you have sown Certain seeds in time past. God is saying, like he told Cornelius, he said, My your hands have come to me today as a memorial. This is the season where all the seeds you have sown in time past will begin to materialize in the name of Jesus. Let your amen be the loudest in the house this morning. There are people here, God is. Taking you from the backside to the front line. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be like a dream. That's what I see. It's gonna be like a dream. For when the Lord turned again, the community of Zion were like, then their dreamed. It's gonna be like a dream. I see massive openings for people here. Mass- I can see it right now. open opens openings to nations. Somebody here, you are getting your visa this month. This month of May. This month of May in the name of Jesus. Stand here and pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. I say something right now. Praying the Holy Ghost. Is a release of new things. Labalaba labalaba. Yeah. Yeah. kele Yeah. 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 there will be change of jobs change of jobs bigger jobs, bigger jobs change of jobs massive contracts massive open doors is happening for you you will be called you will be called you will be called you will be called in the name of Jesus Go ahead and pray right now. You'll be called in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now. And trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Sheung Oshibeson podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Sheung on Instagram at Sheung Oshibeson or at GraceMadeNG.